Recording. Okay. All right, guys. Welcome to Pocket Pot. Blah, 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 blah. Let's try that one more time. <laughs> <coughs> hey, guys. It's Mike at Narcoleptic Customs. We're here with uh, Scott and Chris with Express Rally for Narcoleptic Customs podcast number 15. Cannot believe we've done this so many times now. That's why uh, we're having fun. Yeah, right. I tell you, it's amazing we get through all this so quickly. So, uh, yeah, right. We're going to visit with these guys tonight, go over a bunch of the, uh, the kind of their story leading up to Express Rally and how they became car guys, and then also what Express Rally is and uh, how to get involved. And basically, the amount of fun that goes on with that stuff is tremendous. So, we've been on a few, and um, we'll tell those stories probably a little bit later in the podcast here. So, all right. So, but in, uh, you guys were talking about in episode one of your podcast, which is Express Rally Podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That you guys met at the movie for one of the Fast and Furious. Yeah, I think it's 2015. By my we math, met. I'm putting it together. I think that was the first charity car show I did. Yeah. I think that sounds right. Yeah. If it's not right, that's the lie we're going to tell anyways. Yeah. So you're welcome. You're welcome for yeah. bringing you guys together. We met there. A couple of the kind of core, I think, rally people met for the first time yeah. there. Because uh, I think a couple months after that, we were planning our first event, and it was a just an event that was going on a couple months before. So we were able to recognize some of the cars and people that That's were awesome. going kind of met at that time. So, yeah, you're completely 100% responsible. I mean, you know, everybody. I like to take credit for that. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember from that, you brought out, what was it, like the little pedal bikes? Yep, and tracks. you had a yep. drag tree. And yep. people were having a blast, just absolutely yep. going for it on these we, little we bikes. We were going to bring that back, but fucking coronavirus yeah. killed, <laughs> the, killed the Fast and Furious 9 show to get started. So I can't believe they delayed it a year. Like, I mean, yeah. that means they needed it, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, probably. like my, my dad and I go see movies together frequently. Yeah. We're pretty jazzed about the new Bond movie coming oh out. Oh, my God. And so they delayed that one, too, and it was like, oh, you know, a month or two. No, they pushed it from April to, like, November. <sighs> so Right back in the middle of flu season. Yeah. For next year. Yeah, I'm fun. looking forward to it, though, because, like, everything moved to September, October. I'm, I'm just going to take that off. From yeah. Work <laughs> just just like, watch movies. Sorry, guys. I, I got car stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. all of the car stuff. Yeah. yeah. We, we have our April ERE6 event coming up, and that's, like, one of our introductory events for yep. people that are just trying to get a feel for what Express Rally is all about. So, uh We've never had to postpone or cancel an event before, <laughs> yeah. and it's been quite the ordeal going through rescheduling with the hotel, with the right. go-kart track, you know, just, just all that stuff. And um, I, I think that we have a solution figured out, but what I found comical was the hotel was emailing me last week about it, and, <laughs> and they were like, well, you can reschedule for any weekend before May or before the end of May. Oh, you're like, and I'm like, that's not, that's not going to help us any, especially <laughs> yeah. if we're on this whole six to eight week thing. And we we are going to shoot for the first weekend in June, but even that could potentially be up in the air. So yep. it's, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, it's kind of wrecking shop on everyone's plans. Now, right now, what's that do for you? You've got other events in June though that you typically yeah do, right? we have an off road event, we have an adventure series event then. So those two those two I mean they would participate really bases. Over aren't going to cross over a great deal yeah. and they'll be a couple weeks apart. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll see, but it, it's still, you know, from a business perspective, just yeah. from 
a cash flow management and <laughs> event planning and everything else, it does have an effect on things. So you yep. just, you know, like everyone else, you do the best you can. Yeah. And, and, and it go limits our fun in April, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, we could always do like a Corona cruise Yeah. where we just get together. I think our yeah. friends from Tulsa Caffeine and Gasoline did did something similar where they just organized a drive where it was like, we're going to meet at this point. Nobody get no out of your car. get out of their car <laughs> and we're going to leave it this time and go on a route. And then when we're done, everyone goes home. That's so awesome. So I was like, that could be fun. We, yeah, we, we could do, do something, something like that. Like That'd that. be cool. Yeah. I think it'll be good because a lot of people, it's finding the silver lining in a lot of these yeah. things, you know, like still go outside. You can still, you know, you have these project yeah. cars. Like for me, there's things that I need to finish on my car, and I'm like, all right, well, that yeah. is not that horrible. That just right. needs more time in the garage. So, yeah. and uh, working from home, and I know my boss is listening to this, so uh, mm-hmm. I did not work out in the shop any at all today except to clean, and that was after 4:30. So I know he'll be like, <laughs> yeah, right, you lied, bastard. But that's really what happened. Um, as the weeks go on, and we work from home, uh, I am gonna. I was talking to Chris a few minutes ago about figuring out some. Uh, move to get Wi-Fi out here so maybe I can plug my laptop in and uh, watch the emails from here. So It's going to be very interesting. Just yeah. <laughs> everybody having to work differently than a lot yeah. of people are used to. Your hobbies are taking yeah. different ta- tracks. We had talked a little bit before we started recording about maybe eSports just blows up now because yeah. a lot of the racing series, all those drivers are moving over to like iRacing or all yeah. these other venues yeah. that set up you know in your house and you can compete against these f1 drivers yeah. these nascar drivers do, do you guys listen to the dale jr podcast dale earnhardt jr i do not i do not listen i'm telling you he's hilarious but way back when he had a whole setup in his like he had a spare bedroom in his house and he had a whole setup like they got new computers every year and like whoever his roommates were they all raced all night on these tracks they were going to and so it's pretty neat okay. so um, all right, so let's start off with cars because that's obviously what brings us all together. So um, let's have Chris start because he's had some super neat stuff. I know you've had neat stuff too. I was listening to the no, podcast too, we I have, think. We have eclectic taste. As we <coughs> yeah. will learn yeah. through this, is we've kind of got a different track, but we kind of have the same love. Just oh, like yeah. you, you know, um, yeah. the cars that you have and, the, oh, and, yeah. and Stanley and everything. So, <laughs> um, so I've had an interesting fleet. Um, Currently, I have actually drove tonight the uh, 2000 Toyota Echo beater yes. car. Uh, We're going to put pictures here. of that in the YouTube yeah. video. <laughs> for those that aren't aware, whatever, it rained fairly substantially here today, and one of the door seals is not so great on it. I have approximately <laughs> two inches of water in the passenger foot. Oh, my currently, God, that's awesome. Which was great because I didn't know until my wife rode with me to go <laughs> run some errands, and she got a bow wave of water oh. down her shoes. Oh, <laughs> That's awesome. At least the driver's side's perfectly dry. So, right. It, yeah. But it's a it was a five hundred dollar four hundred dollar purchase car we did in one of our we used to call it the beater bash. Mm-hmm. Uh, the car wasn't actually supposed to make it all the way through. Like it's kind of the and intent. it lived. and it did and it's two hundred twenty thousand miles. I drive it all the time because my other cars are not as fuel efficient. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it gets you know probably forty miles per gallon and it's a hoot to drive. It's maybe eighty horsepower on a good day. Yeah. Um, and it's a go kart. Yeah, it's a blast. Like, you just go whipping around the corners. The suspension shot in it, <laughs> so you kind of got to lead into it. Um, so, yeah, so I normally uh, work about three or four miles from, yep. you know, under normal circumstances. So my, my daily driver is actually the electric motorcycle. Yes. So when the weather's nice, uh, it's not raining or whatever, I have a 2017 Zero DS, which is 
their dual sport. Basically, looks like a That's dirt bike. Awesome. Uh, and I got it a year ago, and I put five thousand miles on it, just going the three miles back and forth and round town, running errands and stuff. So, um, so hang on, we got to talk about that for a minute because that's like that intrigues me because of like the distance I, I drive, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, Chris is a big guy. You're six three, probably. Yeah, I'm six two, about two hundred seventy five pounds. Right. I mean, this bike probably has a, the torque you need to. I mean, it's oh, not yeah. wimpy. Yeah, so for those that aren't familiar with them, uh, Zero's the, the company. That's yeah. actually the brand of it. Uh, they're made in California. Um, they've been around for 12 or 13 years, which I was even surprised. I didn't Thanks. realize that. They've been making basically the same bike in different iterations every year as batteries have gotten better. Um, I found out about them. The, the nearest dealer to us is in Kansas City, um, which was interesting, too, is when I was buying it, he's like, well, it was nice meeting you. We'll never see you again. I was like, <laughs> you know, I, Okay. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, no, honestly, that's why Zero Motorcycles haven't don't have a huge brand is because no dealer wants to sell them because they literally have there's no maintenance. No service. Yeah, yeah, they're like, we sell it, you know, and then yeah. we never see you again. And um, I mean, with the right <laughs> tires, you're riding that thing ten thousand miles and not yeah. needing tires or anything. Yeah, um, it's equivalent of like a six hundred and fifty cc bike, so kind of a mid oh, level bike. Yeah, it has the torque of a twelve hundred cc bike. I'm going to have to ride this thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, it has no gearbox. It's direct drive. Yep. So you basically have battery, motor, the controller, and then That's a belt drive awesome. to the... So no clutch, no shifting. Uh, I, mean, I guess that makes sense, yeah. Because you're yeah. just... You're applying power through your through yeah. the controller. It's, you know, not to be cliche, but it's the Tesla of motorcycles. Yeah. I mean, it's just very Without simple. Without all the fancy gadgets. Yeah. Um, so I got it. Like I said a year ago, I love driving it everywhere. It's actually to me, it feels like a powered mountain bike. Oh uh, yeah, because it's it's Same. got the yep. suspension like that. I'm really really tempted. We have a lot of mountain biking trails around here. I would like to go <laughs> deviate, but I don't think people would appreciate that. So. No, let's not do that. Yeah, unless it's been dry for several weeks, then probably yeah. stay off of it. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, so I have the electric bike uh, that is my normal commuter. Um, I have something called an Exoset. Which I've had for a number of years, which maybe was part of the consideration of the Narcs cart. Maybe not. I don't know. Yep. We're going to blame it on it for sure. Uh, so it's based on a Miata platform. Uh, it's made by a company in Atlanta, Georgia called Exomotive. Yep. Um, it, uh, I got a $500 Miata, 93 Miata, made it a donor car. And it's if you go look at the website or whatever, it's basically a tube frame Miata. Yeah. Um, I love so, taking it. It's basically a track car. Yep. You know? So you pull the Miata parts off and put on this frame. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, we. Uh, I'll share some pictures with you if you want yep. or whatever. But we didn't even have to take the wheels off. We drove the Miata into the garage, <laughs> unbolted, unplugged everything, and then used an engine hoist to pull the 800 pound body off of the full drivetrain. Yeah. And then me and another gentleman literally dropped the frame right onto back the, onto where it was. That's yeah, 250 awesome. pounds. Bolted all back up. If you're not really good with electrical or whatever, you can literally just plug everything back yeah. in. Factory took it all apart. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So that's my, it's turned into the track car. Yeah. Um, just because it's cheap to operate, which is, I got it because the next car is, uh, I have a 2011 Cadillac CTSV wagon. Yes. Uh, I call it Cadzilla. Uh, it died recently about 920 horsepower. Jeez. Uh, runs on E85s. Um, and my background, we haven't really talked about it all, but I work in IT. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I don't have to drive very far or anything, so I can make 
horrible car choices like this. <laughs> I think it gets like eight miles per gallon on a nice. good day. Um, That's if you're out of it and yeah. easing around. Yeah, and you, it's, you it's can, a manual car. So, yeah, you it's know. a manual car. Uh, you, when you get on it, you could literally watch the tank go dry nice. as you drive it. But but you know, life's short. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have that car. Uh, I now it's kind of my rally vehicle. It's kind mm. of what I built it up for. Is we started to do different rallies that span longer distances. Like we've oh, done yeah. ones that go to the West Coast or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you got to have a driver car then. So. If you're not familiar with the, the V-Series from Cadillac, they sell most of them in Texas. It is the most Texas car you could think of because <laughs> it handles okay, but it's, you know, 4,400-pound yeah. car. Very similar to Corvette. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with it. But it's best going about, eh, hypothetically, around 120. Yep. Straight line, comfortable, <laughs> seat heat on or seat coolers on. <laughs> Um, I've had people riding it and literally just fall asleep in the passenger seat or whatever. At, just at 100. Just yeah, and it's just it's chugging along. Yep. That's um, awesome. So I don't get to drive it during the week that often, but um, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. So I have kind of a myriad. I've, I've kind of tried to fill every niche. I would say so. Uh, and I've been very fortunate to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are the cars that I have. And then Scott takes it a completely different direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I currently... I'm a Toyota enthusiast. Yep. Uh, have been even my fun cars, um, except for except for a hand, except for about two, uh, have all been Toyota or Lexus products. Uh, but currently, I have a 100 series Toyota Land Cruiser. That's yeah. kind of my daily driver, which is actually having some work done and is for sale. I think it's going to go to someone else inside the Express Rally family. Oh, so cool! Excited about that. Uh, and then I have an 80 series Toyota Land Cruiser that has been completely restored and modified for our off-road and overlanding events. So yeah. it's got everything it's awesome. everything from the rooftop tent to yeah. killer suspension. I mean, I mean everything. Anything yeah. you could want on there is bumpers, wheels, tires. Yeah, is is on rear it. tire bracket. I mean, it's awesome. We, There'll be some pictures up we'll post and Yeah, we uh we built it to kind of be a promotional vehicle yeah. for that uh part of the brand. Um and then beyond that, the the car that I'll drive on rallies or drive when Chris and I are just kind of going out, you know, on a mm -hmm. on a fun drive or scouting some routes is uh we have a Miata RF and uh, we actually bought that car a few years ago for my wife to drive on rallies. Yeah. And I'd never owned a Miata before. Wasn't that big of a fan of them. And because uh, of the stigma, or because you just didn't feel like I just didn't. Power? I just hadn't. I had not owned anything that was in the light, chuckable. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. You know, not extremely overpowered family of vehicles. Yep. I just never. My background was predominantly uh, Toyota Supras, yep. several Mark IV Supras, SC300s, which essentially is Supra, yep. all single turbo. Yep. Um, I'd had V8 cars, so big, fast sedans, <laughs> yep. everything from Cadillacs to the 5.0 Hyundai Genesis sedan, uh, dramatically underrated car. Yeah. Uh, and it was a... Mercedes wagon at one point, yeah. short lived. Yeah, I had GT five hundred Mustang. Yeah, yeah. Right? I've I've had I've had stuff that was higher horsepower. Yeah, and so getting into that car, my wife liked it because she liked the way that it looked. Oh yeah. And when we bought it, it was one of the first RFs that landed 
in in Northwest Arkansas. And, and it's like, so some of these folks understand it's hard top, looks yes. hard top, but it's Targa, right? Yeah, retractable hard top. So oh, it is a, uh, it's a really cool car. Yeah. And I have I have really enjoyed driving it. That's awesome. And it, in its stock form, it's just <laughs> tons of fun. And it's also, I mean, you can get out there and have fun on twenty three or any of the roads you yeah. want, and like you're, you're gonna you're really carry so much speed in that car. Yeah, it's not. It's just a blast, and I, I understand it. Yeah, I understand why people like them. It's not modified whatsoever. <laughs> I would love to do some suspension work to it, just some coilovers, like, nope. just and uh, see what it does after that. But yeah, that's gonna get vetoed. <laughs> that's um, awesome. So my my. Uh, that is mine slash my wife's, you know. There you go. Fun car. She, so, yeah. She doesn't really drive it anymore. Uh, we we had twins last year, so she finds herself more in her – she has a Lexus RX 350, the yeah. mom car that she drives yeah, all the I was time. Yeah, that's so, totally mom. Uh, so that's it. We have those four vehicles. Like I said, the 100 Series Land Cruiser is going away, and it is going to get replaced but I'm not yeah. going to say what it's going to be replaced by. Is it going to be something fun, or yeah. is it going to be something more like, like it'll be fun. 100 or no, it'll, it'll Maybe be on the Toyota Fairway. <clears throat> oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. We'll, uh, we'll see. It's an yep. ongoing discussion we have, and I think I have it narrowed, narrowed down on what yep. I want to do, but, uh, you know, we'll, we will see what happens. But that's, that's what I've got now. That's and, awesome. I mean, now we also have to consider – they're doing zero percent interest rates, and the oh, car yeah. market's going to be crazy in the next couple months. Yeah, because they're yeah. getting wanting to get cars. Well, and as as those dealer groups start leaning on the manufacturers to sell some of the cars they've had in stock for eight months, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. so that's awesome. We had a uh, conversation on, on part of our discussion is how amazing the car culture is. Whether you're into muscle cars, street oh, yeah. cars, hot rods, whatever, yeah. it's insane right now. Like, yeah. When Toyota enters a market, and like when they finally give up and go, "Hey, let's let's build another Supra," like you know, stuff's coming because like yeah. they are so, um, I don't know, safe with all yeah. the stuff they They're do. They're conservative, so, extremely yeah. conservative. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you know, they they always kind of place uh, the the financial piece. Yeah, especially with respect to the R and D investment and what that's going to yield on the other side into their cars, and that's why you see these cars that are co-developed with other companies. You know, yeah. it minimizes their risk, their sharing cost, makes the overall production investment and the risk on that a little bit lower. And yeah. so you you end up with collaborations, but I don't think you'll meet very many people that would tell you that the cars that have been developed as a result of that are not good cars. Right. They're phenomenal. Yeah, like it's they, not like a The FRS Toyota and Corolla BRZ and are, are great. They're wonderful <coughs> cars for, you know, for enthusiasts. Uh, the Supra is is the same. Yeah. I mean, you, you have people that uh, are the Supra purists that say oh, that it's yeah. garbage because of the power plant. But if, if I'm picking another company to develop a sports car with, um, you can yeah. make much poorer choices <laughs> yeah, than yeah. BMW. Oh, for sure. Uh, not to mention a lot of the a lot of the people complaining have never even owned one of the Mark IV Supras. <laughs> right. So it's like from coming from someone who's owned those cars, I can tell you they're fun and they're cool. Yeah. But when it comes to the dynamics of driving it, yeah, 
I have no doubt that the new the new car is better. <laughs> yeah, hundred like, percent. <clears throat> technology. It's, it's just oh, yeah. cheaper, so. I mean, you got the new Mustang GT500, which they're paying against the new Corvette, the C8 Corvette, yeah. mid-engine. Yeah. I mean, just the things that you can go out and buy for, let's say, hypothetically, 60 grand yeah. are amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, and I mean, you know, you take a, even a couple-year-old, a couple like the Gallardos and stuff, I mean, you're you're right there in the mix of that kind of money. Yeah, I don't know. And the, even the used car market. Say, yeah. let's say you have fifteen grand, <clears throat> you can get a extremely capable car oh, yeah. or truck or whatever you want yeah. for fifteen yeah. grand. Like, I'm kind of jealous of people, you know, <laughs> nowadays that are younger that potentially have the opportunity yep. to get that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not knocking being able to have the stuff that I do. Uh, yeah. It's been nice. It's a good time to be an enthusiast, I That's think, from sure. a, from a car buying perspective, but also just from. I mean, the area that we live in, there's, yeah. there's so much going on here for, for everybody, yeah. whether you like shows or you like driving well, or, or anything. I was thinking about this the other day. It was like, you know, used to, like there were five shows a year and like the old guys had always been putting them on. And anytime the young guys tried to do something, it was like, oh, you're crazy. What are you doing? You're, mm-hmm. you're treading on our turf, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> but with Facebook now and Instagram and all that stuff, people can do anything they want anytime. So it's been yeah. awesome. Yeah. And I think Northwest Arkansas is finally catching that wind that things are going to come and things are going to happen so yeah kind of going back to when we talked about how we met each other and stuff like when i moved to the area lived in northwest arkansas probably 10 or 15 years yeah. it was a ghost town of i mean you knew oh, you yeah. would every once in a while see a cool car yeah. but there was no cars and coffee just mm-hmm. this wasn't if you saw somebody you're like hey you know it's cool whatever right uh the culture in this area there were a lot of people who had cool cars but they couldn't necessarily show off their right. cool cars uh, and that has changed dramatically in the last five yeah. or ten years, yeah. um, which all, has been awesome. I mean, all the kids that grew up with Facebook <laughs> are now adults with Facebook, and it yeah. makes it easier to do shows and yeah. things like that. I mean, you do a lot of the charity uh, stuff, which is awesome. Yeah. We try to support those as much yep. as we can. We talked before about our friends here, in Tulsa. Uh, first we have in December. Yeah. <laughs> uh, people in Springfield, Missouri. I mean, like yeah. pretty much every weekend. If oh, the weather's something. decent, and even in it when it isn't, yep. there's somewhere to go. There's something to be engaged yep. in, which is which is awesome. Yep. And if there was some stuff like that back then, I didn't know about it. Um, yeah. So it, I mean, it didn't I, exist. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. it didn't for sure. And if you came across it, nobody was telling you, hey, it's going to be here next weekend or two weeks from mm-hmm. now or whatever. So let's stay on cars for just a second. What, what was y'all's first car? My first car was a 1990 Honda Accord EX. Boring. Yeah. Well, I had an 88 Jeep Cherokee. That's a little better. It, I mean, <laughs> I was so excited the first time I got it to go 85 miles an hour, and I thought like it oh was going to implode. You're that's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That that trouble truck at, at 85 is definitely not safe. Yeah, it, it was a little sketchy. <laughs> yeah. Now the Honda, that's something probably around 130. No problem, just cruise right along. Yeah, it was great until 30 days after I bought it, I found out that it burned like. <laughs> four quarts of oil every month hey, at least so, you had an oil light so i just constantly <laughs> added oil it was like oh every other fill up check the oil and add it like that's I, awesome i had to borrow money from my dad to buy it of course he made me sign a promissory note and hey, make payments on time right. yeah. and, and all that stuff and he's like hey whatever goes wrong on this it's yours you're fixing it <laughs> so take your time researching it like that's find awesome. the right car yeah. and all that and i bought one that sucked so yeah, you're I like, that what am I doing? 
Think about that. Yeah. A Honda, a 90 Honda Accord. I mean, like, that car is supposed to be the most reliable yeah, the car safest in bet you history. Can yeah. And yours burns a, a gallon of yeah. oil every yeah. it was, three it was months. Rough, but I drove that through high school, and then when I went to college, he, uh, he rewarded me for That's awesome. making payments on time and yeah. good grades and all that stuff. And That's cool. So he sent me sent me to college in something a little bit more reliable. But, yeah. Uh, it Super. Was, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. No, my it's funny. My dad is not a car guy whatsoever. Does not understand. Not he him. appreciates, but doesn't understand. Like yeah. I, I remember when I when I bought the first Super that I owned. It was it was after right after I graduated, got my job, mm-hmm. um, and he and my mom came out to see me. At, at that time, I wasn't living in Arkansas, and uh, I showed him the car, and he was just like, you know. It was a it was a '94 Supra. Sweet. And uh, he was because I told him what I paid for it. He was just confused. He's like, "Why? Why would you pay that much <laughs> for any car?" Now, what year is this? Uh, 2008. Okay, so this car's like 14 years old. Yeah. He's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. Uh, 16 years old. Wait, whatever. Math. Yeah. Uh, it's old, <laughs> and he, he just doesn't understand it. Yeah, and uh, now he's just numb to the fact that I'm gonna spend <laughs> Do money what on you cars, yeah. and it, you know he doesn't care. It's not his problem. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. But my my enthusiasm did not come from spending time in the garage with my dad <laughs> yeah. or anything like that. He is an extremely frugal man, always has been, and uh, you know, I, th- I think I got the financial acumen from him, but there you not. Go. Well, much that's of that's experience. rewarded you well in life. Yeah. As far as like your career and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Now, now you're you spend all your extra money and all this stuff and create a business around car stuff. Yeah, the idea when when I started it was I just wanted I wanted to use my hobby mm-hmm. to pay for my hobby. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, my my wife <clears throat> was you know when we were dating and I had my Shelby GT 500 and I had two motorcycles <laughs> and I had, uh, forget what I was daily driving. Then it might've been another land cruiser, but she was, it was just like, why are you spending all of this money? On You're like, cause stuff? I got it and I'm young. And, uh, <laughs> so that, you know, we reprioritized obviously oh, yeah. starting a family and all that other stuff happened. But, uh, it, it it doesn't work like any any I will tell you you know I don't do express rally because it prints me money no it, all you have to do is look <laughs> at what we charge in the events and everything yeah. else and and um how how methodically we've kind of grown yeah like everything that the business generates just goes right back into it yep. in one form or fashion like well, we, and, I mean like an outsider like I'm not obviously not in y'all's meetings and stuff about the uh, business but like just knowing what i know about putting events on and i can't imagine the like the level of stuff the planning that goes to because i mean i would think that and i think i've heard you say this but you're planning stuff a year year and a half two years yeah. out yeah and we're especially now because you've got how many events do you do a year like 10 damn you're crazy you just Literally, it all comes down to you were talking about like the meetings. Yep. Meetings for us is we meet for lunch once in a while. Yep. We'll yeah. grab a burger and we just talk about what would I want to do if yep. I was going to go take my car out with some friends yep. and do something. 
Yep. So we recently did one we called the ER Cup, which was literally yeah. went to four different Cardi tracks awesome. in Dallas. Just because I was like, hey, Scott, I think it would we, – we've done Cardi in some of our other events, but yep. we haven't done like full like on Cardi. full on, yep. Uh, and so it literally came out of that. He's like, it sounds like fun. Let's do it. And yep. so, so we did that first time this year. The Beater Bash one, uh, when we were doing those, it was like, you know, it'd be <laughs> fun just to – yeah, get a five hundred dollar car and yeah. just be a hooligan. Yeah. You know, um, we had a lot of fun with that. Um, a lot of the just the track planning or the routes that we take. Oh yeah, the secret is we literally are driving the roads that we would drive if it was just us. Yeah, and we're just we bring other people into that. That's yeah. and it happens to pay for our gas and lets us have fun. Well, and, and there's probably a, I would think there's probably a lot of like younger folks that are on these that have never even been out that way you know they've never driven highway 23 all the way to 40 you know yeah, what i mean yeah we get a lot of people that you know they i think now they know our reputation so they yep. sign up for our events because of the videos or the photos yep. and they have an expectation when they sign up that we're going to deliver a certain type of experience oh, yeah. so we always take that really seriously uh and you know we're we we're in the type of business where uh you can't I can't rip someone off. Right. I wouldn't be in business the next month if I charged people X amount for an event and then they showed up and And it wasn't worth that. And you gave them a shitty experience. Yeah. And you, you, that's not a good way to do business first and foremost, but it also doesn't help you in building a brand. And when you're, when you're starting out to do something like this, you know, you, you have to have a consistent experience and you have to build a brand yeah. that's respectable in order for people to take you seriously. And there leave are on time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There there are a ton of automotive events. Yeah. And there are a ton of automotive automotive events that are poorly planned and executed. Hundred percent. I, I I was on them. Yeah. And so that's yep. really I've hosted a few. The the <laughs> genesis of it all was kind of like I can do this and I can do, I can do it better. Yeah. So, I mean, the experiences and stuff we've had have been amazing. I'm glad to hear that because we, we do work really hard to make sure that everything from the t-shirt you receive and the route card that you have is of the (laughs) utmost quality. And we see that through from the communication when you sign up for the event all the way through to the photos that you receive yeah, I mean, weeks afterwards, and I think that we've done a good job at it because we've grown so much. And yeah. honestly, it's allowed us, it's allowed us to move past, you know, Northwest Arkansas. Like we've yeah. been able to do events on the West Coast, yep. in the Pacific Northwest, yeah. uh, and so we're getting to share all these experiences and do so, all this bucket list so stuff. So while, while we're friends. while we're talking about locations, are we ever going east? Yes, we're going to do some Appalachia Mountains yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's Probably the, Tale of the Dragon. Yeah. We yeah. know where I was going. <laughs> we also like to do the motorsports aspect of it as well. Yep. There, you know, there's there's Talladega, there's yep. Barber Motorsports Park, yep. which is amazing. If you've never been there, need to go there. The museum yep. is amazing. But there's also a lot of cost involved in those. Oh, yeah. Um, Atlanta is now turning into kind of a motorsports mecca. Porsche yeah. has one of their footings there. Um, but yeah, we definitely want to go everywhere. Um, <laughs> but... As we kind of talked about too, there's a we are we have to plan at least a year out. Yeah. A lot of times, even to do that year out, this 
cool, you want to rent our track? Okay, that's going to be X thousands of dollars today, today. Yeah. to yeah. lock it in for 12 yeah. months from now. Yeah. And with the way the world's going, you know, that's kind yeah. of dangerous, you know, yep. and you don't get your money back. You know, with no, stuff. Yeah. they're like, hey, thanks, appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, we get asked frequently, you know, well, why would I pay you that? I can go do it with my friends for less. I'm like, well, one, you can't. You can't do a lot of stuff no. that we're doing. But yeah. it costs what it costs because of the planning and the risk, yeah. honestly, to put on an event like that. And like Chris said, it, you know. The, it, the other thing, though, and I'm sorry to interrupt you. I know you hate it. But no, here's what the, the other side of that, too, is like if me and Chris are sitting here and we're like, hey, man, let's, let's go drive to L.A. and let's go run around. Dude, you're like 40% one of them is going to fall out. Like somebody is not yeah. going to end up on that trip. Somebody's, so, but like with something like this, let's say your buddy does fall out. There's still 60 other people that are going on that yeah. that trip. So that's where, I think that's what that side has meant. Really, the fun side of it uh, from the outside looking in is that. Well, the people are what makes it what it yeah. is. I'll say I've met uh, a bunch of people there. You know, the, the experience the experience is made by the routes, the track time, the yeah. the experiences that we plan for people, whether it's a tour of the Peterson Automotive Museum in downtown Los Angeles yep. or whether it's getting access to the storage facility in Burbank, California that holds <laughs> Paul Walker's personal cars that we're able to get into. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, or it's just us crafting a day of driving that will just yeah. completely blow your mind. Uh, all that's great, and all that makes the experience, you know, what it is. But oh, by yeah. far, the most important element to it is people. Is having yeah. really good people involved, and I think that I think that we've done a good job attracting the right types of people yeah. from all different backgrounds. Like one of the things I always like to say is. You'll come on the event and you'll see <laughs> the exotics. Like you'll yep. you'll see them. They're yep. they're always there. The guys that own them are really cool. Yep. Like they'll talk to you all day long. They probably they probably either own or have owned in the past whatever you're driving. Like <laughs> yep. it's 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 just a really good group of guys. Yep. And the other thing is, you'll see that car parked next to a Honda S2000, yep. next to a Challenger. You know, next yep. to. Somebody's first Mustang, you know, yeah. it's their pride oh, and joy. Yeah. They're just, they're in college. Maybe they're even in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And we're very cognizant of that. And that's why we've done some of the, the ERE series is, as we all know, painfully, being in the hobby of automotive is yeah. automatically super expensive. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter how yeah. budget you are, even when your budget <laughs> is expensive. Yeah. Um, so we just want to make events that you can take that vehicle, whatever it is, truck, car, and go out with people that are like-minded. Yep. Uh, one of the other things we didn't talk about is we have to get insurance, like for the yeah. whole group to yeah. get, to be able to go to tracks and stuff. That that's part of the cost that people yeah. don't consider. Um, all of it's complicated, but we yeah. try to make it as simple that somebody can show up on a Saturday morning or a Friday night and just let us handle all the details. Yeah. Yep. And at the end of the weekend, you're like, "That was amazing. That was a blast." And what we talked about before, it's the people. Like yep. on a Saturday night, you know, we'll show up at a hotel after dinner or we'll go to dinner as a group. Yep. And just talking to other like-minded automotive people, yep. you find out so much. And there's a lot of business connections that have been made from oh, yeah. this. Mm -hmm. um, 
some people I know have, you know. So what you're saying is a networking event. And it we is. need more yeah, cool car is, people sure. in it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and of any age, I, you yeah. know, kind of thinking back, we've had a, a gentleman who had a, like a 57 Chevy uh, that he brought on it. You know, you brought That's awesome. uh, Stanley on it. We've had yeah. people who've brought their dad with them who yeah. maybe yeah, wasn't have. a car person, but that was their weekend thing yeah. that they yeah. wanted to do. And it brought them closer together. Yeah. yeah it's very um, much becoming a family thing now. Like every yeah. event we have guys bringing their, you know, six, seven year old kids, younger sometimes. <laughs> we had a guy that did Western express last year with like what, how old was, uh, they had like two or three kids in like, yeah. Uh, you know, like slightly older toddlers, I would say. Yeah. Like in a Subaru three. and they drove oh from Northwest gosh. Arkansas. Yeah. Did the whole route. That's awesome. In a, in a Subaru and had a blast yeah. and made those kind of connections. Uh, and I, I was literally following him in a car I had rented just a base Audi yeah. that flew out, but he was following a Ferrari F355 through <laughs> Death Valley. That's awesome. With the windows down, you just hear, you know, yeah. how often are you going to do something like that? Right. Yeah, and it, that's the thing that people don't understand when you look at the when you look at it on Facebook or on the website, you see yeah. a list of what we're doing and the price, and it, you know, that doesn't always translate to the experience. Oh and, yeah, for sure. You know, we 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 try really hard to make the events affordable. Yeah. Um, but they are expensive to put on. There is a lot of risk that goes into it, and so. The pricing ref reflects that, and I always yeah. take it take a step back, and I ask Chris frequently, and and other people, I'm like, hey, you know, we're thinking about this event. Would you would you pay this for this experience? Yeah, and I've been on a few of those questions. We we've <laughs> never had. I've had maybe three people. Yeah, in five years, and hundreds of people <laughs> doing these events that came back and said that they didn't think it was worth what they paid wow, for it. that's awesome. And I think that those are the type of people, too, that you're, I mean, they're impop. They, they felt like that because something happened or yeah. they, it's just not for them. Yeah. And so that's fine. It's not for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I don't, it's for all the fun kids. <laughs> you, you don't have to do, like, you don't have to do our events. I'm, I'm fine if you don't. But, uh by that same token, if you've never done one, yeah, don't assume that your presumptions are correct. Yeah, at least come and do it, and then say that it's not for you. Because we yeah. literally have people from the age of seventy until, <laughs> hey, I've been wanting to do this for two years, and I just turned sixteen. Yeah, and I saved up money for my job all summer to make my mom <laughs> go on this trip with me. Like that's awesome. that's happened. I can so, think of a couple of people that would probably be that person. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, it's fun. We still really enjoy it, and yeah. it still puts a smile on my face planning them. And Chris and I have a good time, kind of, kind of working through everything. And it's honestly been a phenomenal way to meet people and network, and just, just really take take our love and passion for cars to to a new level. Oh yeah, so it's it's, yeah. it's been awesome. And I, I don't think we actually talked about it as much, but just to put it out there for everybody, we have events that are as cheap as 200 bucks. Yeah. And that can be two people or more. Yeah. You're basically covering the hotel room, and then you're obviously you're paying for your own gas. But 200 yeah. bucks, you get shirts. Um, possible, uh, or it's possible to win a cash prize, like the, yeah. the carding event. There was a $500 cash prize. That's cool. Um, so that was kind of nice. Um, and then we have 
some of the ERE events are in the four to $500 range for yep. those that are not familiar with it. And then our once in a lifetime events are like uh, Northwestern Express, which yep. lives out of Portland or Seattle area. You have to get your car up there or rent a car, but yep. those are going to be bucket list things where we've actually completely uh, shut down a public road, wow, a very scenic awesome. public road, specifically to have a blast driving your car up yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, we've been to Pikes Peak. We've done a lot of different things. Those ones are inching up to $1,500, yep. but that's a three or a four day major summer event. Yep. And it's all like, I mean, I don't think we've, on the ones I've been on, I don't think we ever stayed anything less than like a four-star hotel. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. So. It's a good experience. Like, we, we try to, we want to make sure the experience is consistent. Yeah. So you're you're not going to pay 400 bucks for an event and then show up at, like, the Hotel day. 6. Yeah, days in. It's not going <laughs> to happen. Um, yeah. We think about everything. Like, from, yeah. we want you to be able to walk to where you're going to get dinner. Yeah, from the hotel, so and that's probably car. a good idea. Yeah, I've been to dinner with a few of the guys that are on yeah, this. There's some serious bench racing that goes on sometimes, <laughs> yeah. which is yeah. you know part of the deal. Is that what we call drinking heavily? Yeah. Is bench racing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we enjoy ourselves. We've we've yeah. made a few missteps over the years on some of the uh, extra events that we've planned. <laughs> like we we've done distilleries. We've done open bars before at places. Hey, and the it's, distillery was a good time. It's made it's made for great story, and nothing <laughs> yeah. bad has ever happened or yeah. anything like that. But it's just yeah, people I'm become friends real quick yeah. when you're getting you know thirty <laughs> shots of whiskey. Yeah, uh, yeah. and all those events. It's, we did driving during the day. Yeah, park the car at the hotel. Yes. Yeah, we even you know supply shuttle buses if yeah. it's not we, within walking area. We will so. rent buses that take people from the hotel <laughs> yeah. to to the event. Like no one is driving or anything like that for this. That's but. awesome. And so then we have the we're leaving at noon on Sunday. Yeah. Just give everybody some time. To yeah. yeah, reflect a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what was the first express rally? Like what was Holiday Hoon twenty fifteen? We uh, went to Kansas City. Sweet, no, but I mean, like Holiday Hoon, that was like a December. Mm -hmm. Yep, right yeah, we Christmas. did that. We did that kind of before we started doing the toy drive with you. That yeah. was kind of our. We only did two events a year. We did Southern Express, and we did Holiday Hoon. That's awesome. And Southern Express was like June then, right? Uh, it was October the first year. We did one in June. Uh, we've done two in June actually, and That's then cool. the rest of them have been in October. That that event almost always has a track component to it. Yeah. Uh, like the one this year, we have a uh, Hallett, and then we're going to Texas Motor Speedway. Dang. And then we're also going to do karting at kind of one of the places that, that's that cool. uh, we found a few weeks ago on the karting event. And, so, and that's Southern Express 2020. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. First weekend in October. Uh, we, we have, there's 40 spots. I think we have 37 filled. So that's awesome. A couple and left. dude, there's a lot of times, like, you'll post something, like, on the uh, Express Rallies, you know, drivers only mm -hmm. group. It's like, hey, we're fixing to open this to registration. And it never makes it public. Yeah. Because, like, it's already filled and people have paid their deposits. Yeah, we kind of created that group because we wanted we wanted to keep the community aspect going throughout yep. the year rather than just having it, you know, the group of people from this event or that event. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it also serves as a good sounding board for me and Chris. We can bounce ideas off of people in there. Yep. It's very informal. Yeah. Um, Anyone can be part of it. Like, you know, it, if, if you request to be a member, it's just Express Rally, Drivers Only is the name yep. of the group. But we'll welcome you. Like, we do pre-sales for our merchandise, for shirts, yep. kind of yep. stuff in there. And then you also get the opportunity to 
pre-register for events. So right. we'll usually post them in there two or three weeks before they go live on the website. And what's starting to happen now is a lot of the, the introductory events, like the Express Rally Essential Series, the ones that are in the three to 400, yeah. uh, I guess some are a little bit more in that range. Uh, like we have 50 to 60 spots in some of those, and they will literally sell out in a couple weeks Yeah, before I can even get it on the website. That's great. And That's so great. it's... It's been, it's been nice to have that and feel like we're building a good base of yeah. of people, and it grows every year. You know, that's one of the yeah. one of the great things about having all these events in Northwest Arkansas is that it's a wonderful marketing tool for me that yeah. I don't have to pay for. Yeah, like people go to Cars and Coffee or <laughs> they, they go the to any of the drives or they yeah. see people rolling around town with the stickers on them yeah. and. And it's just a conversation know, starter. Yeah. Like, hey, what is that? Like, I've seen that around. I think that uh, actually that's how I met Nick uh, Klausowski. Yep, I met him at the Walmart to go or whatever the hell it's called, <laughs> Walmart Express. He was, I was going in, he was coming out, and I saw the ER sticker on his Forerunner. Yeah. So, and I mean, we stood there and talked ten minutes. You know. Yeah, it was crazy. So last weekend we actually had that ER Cup series. We were yep. down in Dallas, and halfway driving back in McAllister, Oklahoma, of all places. <laughs> We ran into the Adventure Series team. There were about six oh, or seven awesome. of the group that were up in Northwest Arkansas that were driving back to Dallas. Wow. So that's kind of more like, wow, we're kind of, we're doing something right. Yeah, right. Two yeah. completely different groups are into each other in the middle of nowhere. In yeah, they were, they were doing a scouting run for uh, some of our Adventure Series events. That's awesome. We had a, a group of them came up from Texas and met uh, Aaron Greenfield, who's the guy that, that uh, really helps organize and that's cool creates a lot of our routes for adventure series but yeah it's kind of hilarious you just sort of <laughs> pass it's like oh there's my people that's completely cool. different ends yep. of the spectrum yeah um that's awesome so it's so it's let's stay on that topic for a minute like how how did adventure series kind of come into play um and then I, i've got an extra question i'm gonna ask okay too, so. so i i've always been a wang cruiser yeah, person. I've daily driven them. I've, I've always had them over the years, and uh, I've enjoyed off roading. Like when my wife and I were younger, we did a lot of camping and, and things like that together. Uh, and so after after four years of these express rally events, yeah. just road rally events, uh, I I bought another Land Cruiser, and I was just you know thinking why you know I used to just go out and and enjoy it, but. Uh, I felt like there was something missing yeah. from in our events, and because yeah. we have lots of friends who also have jeeps or they have forerunners yeah. or, or something that you know they that they want to enjoy, and they right. enjoy it. It just has nothing to do with what we're doing. Yeah, and so I was like, well, why don't we just take the same principles that make our road rally events successful and just apply it to off roading? And and part of what you were saying earlier about how do I make my hobby pay for my hobby i mean you know now that you have a land cruiser you're suddenly <laughs> noticing off-road events and you're kind of getting in back yeah into that and, and to be fair to myself like that land cruiser stayed exactly like it was for like <laughs> two years like i we had to build we had to build the brand to a place that we could then attract yep. sponsors that saw yep. value in helping build a vehicle yep. to promote the events that's awesome and and their brand and yep. so that's what we did. We we spent two years um, really figuring out how to do those. We had yep. 
Our first event went well, and just so people are aware, the, the format's really simple. It's two days, one night. Day one, you're taking basically county roads and dirt roads from one location to the next. You're staying in a hotel overnight, having a group dinner that evening, and the next day we rent out an off-road park and we go to the off-road awesome. park. And we provide guides, spotters, yeah. everyone. You know, our We want the people who have been doing this for a while and just want to experience it in a new way or guys who maybe they have a Tacoma or they have a TRD yeah. Pro 4Runner. Yeah. Or you know a, a brand new Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that they they wanna they wanna take it off road and like experience it, but they yeah. don't wanna, they don't wanna break it. You know well, they don't wanna flip it over. So we have a lot, like especially if it's their first time to be out. Yeah. They don't know what to look for. Yeah. And like we that. have so cool. we have guides and different levels of trails that are yeah. set up for people to have whatever that's experience awesome. they want. And it's uh, the feedback we've received has been just really positive. Yeah. And so that event has grown. Every year, we've we've had 50 vehicles the first year. Last year, we had 60, um, and it's it's one of my favorite events of the year, yeah. just because it's so different. But the community aspect of it it's is the, the same. Yeah, and I feel like that's where we're doing it the right way when yeah. you're you're changing the event completely. But the thing that makes Express Rally successful is exactly the same, whether you're doing yeah. road rally stuff or off road awesome. stuff. And so, so it's uh, it's it's been cool to see that. So I know you've you've gone next level with it even as well. And your Overland series now. Overlanding yeah. for everybody that listens to our stuff probably has no idea what overlanding it's car is. Car camping. Yeah. It's you, car you camping. have a tent in your car or a ground tent that you've stuffed in there and yeah. you're there's no hotels. You're doing everything out in the woods. You're <laughs> camping, awesome. cooking food, all that stuff. So yeah, we have overlanding events that are focused on that experience where you spend three days of just doing pretty gnarly trails in the woods. That's those, cool. those are much more technical. Yeah. Um, Probably going to need some experience. Yes. So do an adventure series first mm -hmm. and then do overlanding. Yeah. Now, how, how many adventure series events a year do you think you'll you'll end up doing? I mean, two or so, three? Yeah, two. We will do probably two of the traditional ones where we have yeah. a hotel and it's kind of one day on trails and another day at the off-road park. And then we're going to do two or three overlanding events just oh, because cool. they're much smaller. We only have yeah. about 15 to 20 vehicles that do those. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, just because of the logistics and yep. it's a lot easier for us to manage it, provide food and all yeah. that stuff for everyone. Um, but the other thing with that is we're, we're really wanting to expand that outside of Arkansas. So yeah. we've, we've done it in the Ozark National Forest and uh, we have events that are going to be happening in the Wachita's and yep. the Mark Twain National Forest, but it, next year we're we're going to take it to Colorado and we're going to yes. do one in in Telluride and uh, that's cool Ure in that area. Mm -hmm. So that's really the focus of those events is going to be more so out west. Gotcha. Um, so what you're saying is, I'm going to get some mountain bike time in yeah. this, mm -hmm. yeah, because <laughs> that's yeah. and, that's and my biggest thought. Just, with that just to wet your whistle a little more yeah. about that, we. We teamed up with Progressive Trail Design and yeah. Hub Bike Lounge uh, and Dig Clothing Company and the Buffalo Outdoor Center and Lifson Designs and the Black Elk Media guys are all in this too. But we're going to do an event that's just completely family friendly. That's awesome. At the Buffalo Outdoor Center where people can enjoy mountain biking, hiking, kayaking. You know, okay, I'm in. We, so, we want it to be it just, <laughs> just something me that, that one people want to... People want to bring their families to, and it'll be a really easy day of yeah. of uh, dirt roads down there. You can bring your Subaru out back if that's what yeah. you have. 
uh, and then spend most of the time <laughs> at <laughs> the outdoor center. Just you might want to put some dust covering. We, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about the, I need to be the lead car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've given awards out for some people that had Jeeps with no roof or anything oh. on it, and literally pounds of dirt yeah, came off of them at I the end of the day. Imagine. So, yeah, uh, for sure. That's and awesome. I did want to point out, too, as a motorcycle owner and enthusiast, the Overland series, there's yeah. a couple of guys that were crazy enough that have BMW <laughs> adventure bikes. Yeah. Oh, and they yeah, brought all their that. gear, just like the guys with Jeeps or Land yeah. Cruisers or whatever, and I like they set up guys. their tent. And, like, I'm all about that, too. Like, yeah, that's guys, cool. So it's not just about right. having an off-road truck. You yeah. could have a motorcycle. You could yeah. and bring an arts car. Like, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I didn't think about the dust aspect of that. Be wearing respirators and shit so we can live. Yeah, yeah. We we've had people who made that realization about halfway through. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, oh my god. Yeah, but that's they awesome. still had a blast. Uh, but. It's fun. It's a different kind of fun, but it's it's fun, and I feel like it's a nice complement to our yeah our brand. So, so I, and what's cool is to be able to take you know what you guys know from the like performance car aspect. I mean, not that mm-hmm. all cars that attend ER events are performance, but from that aspect, to be able to then move it into your other lifestyle hobby, you know, yeah, it's the same. You just are doing a different type of right vehicle and planning a little bit different. But it's I like that our brand has appeal on so many different levels. Like, yeah, what you know, one of the things we tried to hit with the karting event was let's just do a really budget friendly event that you don't even need a car if you want to yeah. be part of this community, yep. and so. Well, and I think even in talking to Chris one time, it was like, it's January or mm-hmm. like February or something like that. Yeah. Like, there's nothing going on yeah. car-wise anyways. Yeah. So yeah. It's a good way to stay connected with everyone yeah. and, you know, have a little fun, a little friendly competition out there yeah. on the track. And you, the winner of that gets their name on a trophy. And I think he walked away with $500 in cash. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it was a good way to spend a spend was- Saturday. If I'm not mistaken, that was that gentleman's first ever event. Yeah, that's so cool. the guy that, that cool. won is a family is a is a very good friend of my wife, cool. and uh, decided to give our events a that's try right. for the that's first cool. time on those. And he'll be he'll be doing more. He has yeah. a pretty uh, pretty cool collection of cars. And I mean, now, there's been I would probably say your success rate from folks coming in on ERE events to then upgrade to the other stuff. Is probably pretty high. Yeah, the the issue if is there's a spot space. available. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the issue is really the space. Like yeah. we have, I'd say in a given year we probably pushed three or four hundred people through yeah. the events. God, that's awesome. And we have taken taking away the staff spots yeah. in like Southern Express. There's thirty four spots available. That's awesome. And usually people every year. Or like, hey, put me on next year. Yeah. Yeah. So the the spots that come available, they they go very quickly. Yeah. To the point where we've actually had people who live in the West Coast or live in other places fly in specifically <laughs> to yeah. do the awesome. events, rent a car, you know, they hook them up with a car or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of other events that they've done. They've That's done cool. a Western Express or Northwest, and they're like, I'm going to come out there and yeah, I want to see your roads. Yeah, this I've is never been reason. to Arkansas. I have yeah. no idea what the roads are like yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And That's vice cool. versa. The people go to California that have never been to California before, yeah. which roads out there are awesome also. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we didn't really talk about, but as you were saying, you know, we kind of span all areas, is the the term that we use a lot that covers it is Southern Drive Culture. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's it doesn't matter if it's a Land Cruiser, if it's a performance car, yeah. if it's a motorcycle, if it's a hot rod, you're welcome. Yeah. Like we want you to be a part of the group. You know, we want people to contribute to yeah. it and and bring whatever interesting things that you have. Right. I mean, you know, you're a perfect example of it of all the different projects and stuff that shit. you and your brother have been able to do. Um, we love having you as a yeah. part of that group. We would love to have anybody else who's interested. Yeah. By all means, don't think that you have to have a car of a certain horsepower range. You have to have a Jeep built to a certain level. Yeah. Nope. It's more about being part of the group, and the rest kind of takes care of itself. Yeah, yeah we have never – it's funny because I know that we have this perception. Um, <laughs> I have heard from people outside of our group, well, I thought that you could only do that if you had a super nice car. It's like uh, like in five years, I have, never, I have never turned anyone away. Yeah. I think that we do a good job marketing. Yeah. And so sometimes that can have an adverse yeah. effect where people feel like, oh, you know, I don't I don't have anything like that. It's like, well, you don't need that. Just yeah. just come and be be part of and us. Have have fun. Yeah. Yes. Be part of that. So what would be like your dream not you hosting it, but what would be your dream rally? Like what would what would that look like? So we've talked about that and I actually had something planned this year and then Things went south, which was uh, we we haven't been to Europe, and obviously there's a lot oh, of yeah. enthusiast community in Europe. Uh, we were going to go to the Nurburgring. That's, like, that's a big bucket big, list yeah, what I want to yeah. do. Uh, so we actually uh, we're going to fly over, um, just my wife and I. Yep. We were going to go to the Nurburgring, take a ride, and uh, I think I had signed up at a McLaren. Oh yeah, to ride along with yeah, it. Yep, yep. Uh, and then the next day was an F1 race at Spa. That's uh, awesome. And then we were going to get on a boat for a two-week cruise of Europe. Mm-hmm. Well, things didn't work out with everything. They actually canceled the cruise because the boat wasn't going to be ready. Uh, obviously, stuff going on with the... Uh, so then you snowball backwards from there. Yeah, so it kind of went backwards from there. But Scott and I have had some discussions about what mm-hmm. if we were going to do the ultimate, what would we do? Uh, awesome. We hosted a, a one of the movie premieres was for Le Mans, mm-hmm. or, uh, the Ford versus Ferrari and yep. that whole piece. And so we've always been talking, like, our bucket list would be get an event where we could go to Le Mans one year. That'd be awesome. And maybe hit up Spa, yeah. go drive uh, in Germany on the Autobahn. Yeah. That's kind of what we're thinking. I That's mean, That's awesome. We've been very fortunate to be able to do, like, you know, driving up Highway 1 in California. Yeah. Now we've done that. But that was on our bucket list of if, if we could go anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Europe is definitely a trip that we, we will do – under the express rally banner that's awesome uh we just have to figure out how and yeah. it will be an extremely small yeah, group I mean, of people I, and it won't be you're a, not gonna it have won't 50 be a, on that one no it's not even probably not even 20 it's yeah. going to be a group of like 10 people probably 10 12 husbands yeah. and wives that we want to go over there and have a healthy dose of do the car stuff we want but also just yeah. experience the culture while yeah. we're there i basically I, a, you know a i lived in europe vacation. when i was a kid yeah um and have nothing but awesome memories of it and been able to, to travel there for work over the years some. But I think that's an area that I'd love to kind of add to our experience list. Cool. But if you're talking about continental United States, we have a, a route that we've done twice from Vegas to L.A. that is, I think, the single best day of driving you can have in your life. Oh, wow. Okay. And so I would like to go back out and do that 
just with a group of friends, not yeah. related to a rally because I I get to enjoy stressful. it, but I would <laughs> like to do it yeah. with, without that. Less yeah. stress. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think I have another leg for that in mind that's for, goes further north up the California coast to the Monterey area. Oh, cool. And you could even extend it to uh, Oakland, San Francisco, and that area. It would, it would add another day. But there's – that's a drive that I, I could do that drive every year mm-hmm. and just yeah. look forward to it every year. That's awesome. Uh, and those are the type of things that, you know, when people get done with it, like there are still people that did that event that talk about that day of driving. That's cool. Now. And yeah. it was that's what makes it special. Yeah, and then who knows? Maybe further down the road. I mean, because it's still growing, which is amazing, and we love it. But I've always loved to go to New Zealand. Imagine oh, if we did an adventure series in New Zealand or oh, Australia. <laughs> yeah, you know, like one of the cool things is we get so many great connections yeah. in the weirdest places. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's entirely possible that we could get a connection in Australia or whatever that could hook yeah. us up with. You know, an outfitting gear or whatever, and you could fly in and, and get a Jeep or a Land Cruiser or whatever. Cool. Yeah. And how ma- that to me is like, sign me up. Even if it's yeah. three years out and I'm paying every year, <laughs> yep. you know, it's like, That's all right, cool. I've lived as a car person then. You know? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's I, I, like, I like that y'all's brain thinks like that. There's so <laughs> many times that, you know, people like y'all, y'all built, I mean, a hell mm-hmm. of a brand. But, like, then that next level of thought is generally where people fall off, you know? So it's awesome to hear you guys talk about that. Yeah, I don't think you can be content with anything. Like, it's it can always be better. Yeah. You can always innovate. You can always, you know, we're in in business for what I do for a living, you know. um, You you always have to be thinking of new ideas and things to engage your customers and, and... to keep things fresh and you know like i said there are a ton of there are a ton of automotive events there are a ton of rallies yeah i've done some of the other rallies like years ago and you can tell if someone is not engaged in it yeah you can tell if they're not passionate about it yeah and like i really enjoy every year you know, what new events we're going to add, how we're going to mix things up. And then I like going back and doing some of the events we've done before yeah. because, like, we haven't done a runway. Uh, we haven't done a three-mile-long runway in a couple of years. Yeah. I'm sorry. That doesn't get boring. No, like, not at all. every couple of years and have a good time. <clears throat> what, did, uh, what did Brian run that day? Like 203 or something crazy? We had a couple hey, cars over 200 miles an hour. Hey, we sure. ran 129 in that damn Chevy Impala. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out had, to, was it Hertz or something? We had, yeah. We had to get you guys out of the group photo. For yeah, that, that was a great one. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's always fun to think of new stuff. Yeah. And Chris and I, like you said, we meet, you know, we meet about every other week to just yeah. talk about what's going on. And, That's awesome. And to talk about ideas. And he sees things that I don't see and I, you know, vice versa. So it's nice to, it's nice to be able to just kind of grow it and morph yeah. it over the years. Yeah. And now it's. Now it's way bigger than I could have ever imagined that it. Yeah, like, and it I mean that be. that takes forethought. You know, like you had like, I I can I can see Scott now. He's sitting there drinking uh, whatever you drink out on the back porch of the house. Whiskey. No kids. It's just 
sitting out there. He's like, man, what can we do next? He's like, done two <laughs> successful events. What are we going to, and it just keeps snowballing. And it's like, yeah. man, I need to bring people in to help me do this, you know, yeah. to help grow it, to help go that next level. And yeah. Yeah. honestly, 90% of the ideas that we have are directly from the people who've joined us on the events. <laughs> That's awesome. I can tell you that that Saturday night or that Friday night where we're yeah. all kind of winding down in the hotel, we're all talking cars and stuff. And then yeah. it inevitably comes up of what would be your ultimate drive? Yeah. What would be your ultimate car? Yeah. You know, what type of event could we do? And then as we kind of talked about, we very, we're very fortunate to find people who can help us make those things happen. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, yeah. A, a lot of it is just knowing, knowing people, yeah, and having the right connections so that you you can do some of the stuff, yeah, and like runways in Central Arkansas. Yeah, it's <laughs> been it's been it's been really fun to make yeah. those connections and get to know those guys. That's awesome. And I think anytime you connect with someone else who's just genuinely passionate about yeah. this hobby that we have, yeah, you just connect with them. Well, and the other side of that too is like people can be on like the uh, what did Robert and I go on last time the southern I guess yeah I mean you can like you're showing up and I mean folks were driving like Audi R8s and the McLaren that Wynn had I mean like but you know those cars would scare you away from talking to those people but dude that those folks on the events are so nice yeah so what and everybody's open because like you're engulfing yourself in the car scene for the weekend one of the things that is my favorite of all the events when we do it, which happens pretty much every year, we roll into some small town somewhere on our yeah, route, man. and we take over a gas station. It's kind yeah. of our thing. It's part of the stops. And people come out of the woodwork who have never seen a Lamborghini in person or yeah. who have never seen an Audi or whatever. Yeah. And it's not uncommon at all. Not required, but not yeah. uncommon for the owners of those cars to embrace those kids, let them sit in the cars, yep. take their picture. And now we've brought, hopefully another person, car oh, yeah. enthusiast, has been born. Yeah. That's that's what we as a group love doing. Oh, yeah. for sure. So you guys have started your podcast. Mm -hmm. How many episodes have you recorded? Six, Six is what we have. That's we have awesome. four out. So yep. the plan is for them to come out every, every week. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we have some very distinguished guests lined up, yep. like yourself. <laughs> uh, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it will. And, you know, one of, we've always wanted to do it. We just haven't yeah. actually sat down and done it. And yep. so we we uh, decided that we would do it. Our, our third host is Daniel Mitchell. He's one of the owners of Black Elk Media and and uh, a distinguished guy. e driver. Yeah. Yeah. He actually, <laughs> yeah. when that, you'll have to listen to some of our podcasts to hear about that. But he's yeah. one of the top ten drivers in the U.S. in yeah. esports, yeah. which I, I didn't even know, and I've known Daniel for a couple of years. That's awesome. So he brings the whole. I don't necessarily have a performance-oriented vehicle, but yeah. I'm I'm right with you guys as far yeah. as the love of yeah. driving. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was kind of listening to his backstory in one of the uh, podcasts I was listening to today. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're gonna we're gonna have a lot a lot of local guests on. I mean, yep. like yourself and just guys that have. Yep. That uh, and girls know, that have yeah, been around yep, the area. guys and girls uh, that have owned some some pretty cool cars over the yeah. years, and just you know maybe they don't even own a cool car; they just have an interesting job, or they there would be something someone that is intriguing yeah. to talk to. Uh, and then the other thing that we plan on doing is we we have been able to to connect with some people uh, that are that are really well known names yeah. that would uh, would 
we think our listeners would enjoy hearing their backstory and a little bit more about them. And right. so we're we're going to have them on the podcast as well, and it's just going to be a way for us to hang out and talk and everything awesome. from everything from people who are a household name to <laughs> normal guys like us that yep. are just enjoying the and, hobby the best we can. And, and I think we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but I mean, podcasting is, I, I feel like it allows people into like an aspect of like they're not having to stream a video or something like that, and uh, you know they can plug it in on their phone and do regular work all day, and then play this thing in the background. So yeah, I my my work day is just steadily filled with <laughs> podcasts or YouTube videos that are essentially podcasts that yep. are just done on YouTube. But yep, it's it's a lot of the media I consume is that way, and I, yeah. I enjoy it. Like it's it's I like having long form conversations rather yep. than what you see so much now on social media yeah. or anywhere else where or it's five or six minutes you're trying to just pack information in there and you really don't get yeah. to know someone or really get to learn a lot about what's actually happening and like i got plenty of time i can sit and <laughs> listen and do other work while yeah. i'm doing that so yeah it's I, yep. I enjoy it it's been a lot of fun so what is uh what's the future hold for express rally <sighs> it's a tough question well we talked about it a little bit i mean obviously we're gonna go east yeah um we're also on the adventure series side we'll start going out of state so colorado maybe utah we have some connections that yeah. can do some really cool things in the, yeah. in the west coast um we'd love to do start expanding to europe and do some flyaway, you know yeah. things um, i have a passion for kind of motorsports so we may go in that route too or Maybe we go and do a drive weekend that actually ends up at a race, oh, at a famous racetrack. That'd be cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're, as we talked about before, it's the future for us is just thinking of all the things that we or the people in our group yep. would want to do, yourself included, and let's make it happen. Right. Yeah, it's, I think, and I, like, I don't say this to be, you know, corny, but it's, it's unlimited. Like, we can, we can yeah. do whatever it is that we want to do with it right. within reason. Yeah. Uh, but I think that we have a really great, you know, base of participants so far that yeah. have done events with us all around the country. Um, I think that again, we've, we've built an experience that's predictable. So people know, Hey, when you pay, yeah. you're going to have a good, you're going to have a good time. It's going to be, yeah. you're not going to show up and be disappointed. Right. That I'll doesn't agree with happen. that hundred percent. Uh, and so I think with that, we're able to do things that are a little bit more risky. Yeah. And that, when I say risky, that means going out of the state that Your we're comfort in. comfort area, yeah. You know, going out of the south, doing yeah. something on the east coast, doing doing more events on the west coast and in the Pacific Northwest. Um, I think you'll see an expansion of our off-road stuff just because overlanding and off-roading is just yeah, extremely popular mm -hmm. right now. Uh, I think you'll see more events like the one that Chris talked about before where it's it's yeah. karting and it's just really budget and family friendly for people yeah. because they're they're fun. It's nice to have an event like that that you're just hanging out together. Yeah. Uh, the logistics are easy and it's just a good time. Yeah, you're figuring out Yeah, the the other thing that we're going to try to do more of is just social events during the year. Yeah. Uh, that they don't cost anything. You just show up and you're hanging out with people yeah. that that are part of the group. That's awesome. And we're, you know, I think last year we did uh, monthly family dinners at yep. one of our sponsors, Old Chicago. We did that. We're going to do that again this year. 
and and I think we're gonna try to make an effort to do more, like one day drives, like just do a like a pop up uh, drive. Yeah, yeah. the weather's really nice. Yeah, just yeah. Go. one weekend. That's cool. We can dust off one of the routes that we know is pretty solid in the area. Yeah. And yeah. Everybody just meet up at the gas yeah. station. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. We'll go grab yeah. one of our photographers and That's throw cool. them in and yeah. get some good shots and just have you know. Yeah, one of yeah. kind of to hint about that. One of the ones that we did a rally and it went through the Talamina Scenic Byway, and the weather wasn't ideal. And that's one of the challenges <laughs> that we had sometimes. That was awful. Would you plan yeah. it? Yeah, you just kind of have to hope. And that one, it was really foggy. It was really rainy. The roads were great, but you couldn't see ten feet in front of your car. Yeah. So yeah. that's on the short list to to make right this spring sometime. Is that's you know. cool. Um, so yeah, uh, and we. Even if you've not done any of our rallies, you know, like Scott mentioned before, hit us up on Facebook. That's where we're primarily at now is yeah. uh, Express Rally Drivers Only. Um, get in and, and start that dialogue. Yeah. Um, and the then folks. there are some people who have now moved off of social media, and I totally get that. Yeah. And so we're also thinking, how can we engage those members who aren't on social media but yeah. still want to be a part of it? So that was kind of the podcast was one of those aspects. Yeah. Uh, we might do like a, an email distribution list or something yeah. like that, where even if you're disconnected from all that, you still want to be included. Yeah, you'll. So we're trying to do that kind of stuff too because I, I totally get that. That's yeah, cool. and you can you can find us on Facebook under Express Rally, Instagram Express Rally, uh, our websites expressrally.com. Yeah. There's tons of videos, <laughs> photos. Yeah. If, if you're like, this sounds interesting, I'd kind of like to see more about yeah. it. We have tons of videos out there yeah. uh, from from the guys that do them for us and lots of YouTubers have done our events. Yep. Um, so you'll get a little bit of everything out there if you're just kind of curious what, what the experience is like. I think even you have some videos about yeah. some of our Yeah, and passengers. Robert keeps kicking my ass because I haven't edited the Southern yeah. 2019 <laughs> or probably 2018 <laughs> video now, whatever it was. So, yeah. 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 And it, a lot of our events are a great way to, like, that's a destination thing. Like, when I built the Exoset, yep. I specifically, my goal was to make it in time to be able to do, I think it was Southern. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> and so that's a, a motivation. And I know you're working on the Narcs cart and you're doing yep. other things. And whenever we can make those as destination yep. things to bring out whatever craziness you've created, you know, we love to see it. Yep. You should bring Narc's cart on the adventure series, but not actually take it on trails on day two, like ride with someone. Yeah. But just drive it on day one. Yeah. Because I would love nothing more than to see you completely covered in dirt. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Every time <laughs> it would you be touched awesome. the seats, dirt would just come out. Yeah. Of yep. It'd be great. Yep. I think I, you'd really I, enjoy I agree. That. And I think that's what that car is going to be for us. It's just, we're going to literally just have tons and tons and tons of con content from that car. And that's what it was for. And I mean, that's why we're giving it away. So somebody else can take it and then they can enjoy it and have fun in it and all that kind of stuff. So, and we'll build another one and another one and another one and another one behind it. So yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. And then, uh, people on the YouTube uh, video won't see it, but you know, we've got the MG over there in the corner. Um, we are putting it in the, uh, storage for a little while till we can get some stuff moved out of the way in the shop and then we'll be back on it and its goal is is a southern event at a track so it won't make it this year but hopefully 2021 uh and i mean it's got a hood stack and it's 1700 pounds and 300 horsepower <laughs> and it'll be a it'll lot be, it'll of be a good time yeah, yeah. Good yeah it'll time. be a blast we're gonna build a trailer for it and all that kind of stuff so i mean there's definitely thought that thought process is is in our mind of how we can build stuff to have fun on these events and all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. 
I think the only thing before we shut it down, because we've probably recorded long enough and my back is hurting from sitting on these stools. Um, it, now, I, I did not know this until probably a year ago, but you have done a coast to coast run, right? You've ran the gumball? We've, uh, we've done a run, but not like anything officially like, sanctioned. Official. Yeah, yeah, not, not hard. Just to do it because you got to get it <clears> under <throat> your belt. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because Robert and I are planning it in yeah. the near future, especially with nobody I, on the roadways. <laughs> I would say that it's fun just to to do it, just yep. to do it, like pulling into the Portofino. Like that's, I don't know. Like you, you expected this big build up and you pulled in, it was just a parking lot. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. We're just like, thank God we had made it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's I'm hungry the, and I have to go to the rest. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, it's equal, equally rewarding and sucky. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, you know, it's an, it's a good experience. What, for uh, what did you do. make that drive in? It wasn't anything close to the time. Like maybe. No, no, no. 30. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, I'm like, what was it? What, what car, what car did you go? In? Oh, Genesis. Oh, sweet. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's it was awesome. my 2015 V8 Genesis with all the goodies on it. Yeah. So it was comfortable, easy cruise across. Mm -hmm. Who all went with you? I'm not going to disclose any of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is statute of limitations. Yeah. Some people may not need everybody to know all that. No. They, <laughs> they were sick at work and, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, I'll not name any names, but it was it was a fun experience. That's cool. Yeah, that's what our goal is, to, to just enjoy the trip and have the, have that off the list. You know, we're not we're definitely not going for a time the first time going across. What are you going to take? Uh we're building a black minivan for a black Grand Caravan. So Robert, <laughs> we're, uh, Robert already owns the van, and uh, we windows are blacked, and uh, we're going to look like FBI coming across the country. So no chrome like or anything. Like what year is the van? It's like 2015. Okay. Yeah. So you're not going to look like FBI, like circa 1985 no i wish y'all awesome. know me yeah. i'm i'm a fan of 1985 vans <laughs> so it'd be great to creep across in a full-size <laughs> chevrolet van you know but uh, i saw somebody today was like dom deloise needs to yeah. come back yeah you know? captain chaos yeah they, they, yep. they showed the the picture of it they're yep. like now is the time yep i don't disagree i yep. will say though like if you can't do full cross country yeah for anybody that's listening or whatever I really, really enjoyed. I uh, started here and yep. drove our personal car out to LA in one shot, just myself. Stopped in Albuquerque by yourself. Yeah, dude, you're so nuts. two two days. Um, it was like twenty eight hours or something like that. Great time just to think and reflect. Yeah, yeah. I don't uh, need that much time by myself. <laughs> I really, I enjoyed it. I, like, oh, obviously, yeah. we were going out there to get the car out there for a rally, but. Yep. Quite honestly, I enjoyed that as much as the rally in a yeah. different way. Why couldn't you spend that much time by yourself? You got a dirty conscience Man, and listen, demons. I'm going to tell you, there's some stuff in there we don't need to unlock <laughs> for that amount Fair of enough. time. Fair enough. <laughs> but you know, like, as you get out halfway through New Mexico, what the hell? <laughs> turn up music, turn louder. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, with all the podcasts out there nowadays, you yeah. always have something just to turn one of them on. Yep. So, exactly. But yeah, I mean, for people that are thinking about that, just. Do a 12-hour run somewhere and back, yeah. especially now with the roads are a whole lot clearer than it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Colorado. you can probably, you, so you can probably make it to Pikes Peak in 12 yeah. or 13. Yeah. yeah. That'd and be fun. 
That was that was a really enjoyable experience. That was one of the rallies we did. We ended at the top of Pikes Peak. Oh man, that's yeah, awesome. that's a route that I think we'll do again. Maybe even next year we'll just recycle yeah. that route. Maybe do it in reverse, start in Denver, hit Pikes Peak. That's cool. Park City, Utah, and then end in Vegas. Yeah. So if you cool. can go through Colorado and not hit interstates, it's a yeah. Know, for those who've been out there, it's yeah, a whole different imagine. ball game. Yeah, uh, going through some of those small towns and stuff. That's cool. Um, All right. Well, I'm going to let y'all's asses rest. This, these stools are hard. <laughs> I, I appreciate you guys coming on. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, and, uh, Anytime. Yeah, if people are still listening, <laughs> mm-hmm. then uh, definitely go follow the Express Rally podcast. I mean, you guys are everywhere just like us. Uh, it's on every major podcast thing. Find them mm-hmm. on the website, yeah. just like Scott said earlier. So Facebook, Instagram, so all that kind of stuff. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for having us. All right. Yeah, it was fun. All right, guys. Hey, you are in luck today. The uh, Narcoleptic Podcast episode 15? 15, I think? 16? Hell, I don't know. A bunch. Um, I have Jonathan Airman with Kool-Aid, who we interviewed a couple weeks ago. And then I have Mr. Chris Harper of Harper Performance. Harper's Performance? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are up here in Missouri, and I'm going to let them kind of tell the story of the business and uh, obviously the Warhawk, which is what Chris has, uh, which is, uh, what, fourth-gen Firebird? I yeah, mean, Trans Am, yeah. Yep, yep. We'll get into all that stuff here in just a minute, but uh, I'm going to let him kind of take over and definitely talk about his sponsors because, I mean, you know how it goes. You can't do this without those guys. So. Oh, no, we definitely couldn't do what we do without our sponsors, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I got the Warhawk Trans Am. It's a 2000 Trans Am. It's got a... 427 yes. dark block yep ls motor done by mueller performance and where, where's mueller it's he's out of texas sweet yeah he's a he's a good friend of ours he's helps it out helps us out a lot does mine and john's engines uh any parts we need for the business he helps us out he's, that's cool it's great to have on our program well yeah, yeah. and i mean it, obviously he builds some cool stuff oh yeah he, he has a, a good yeah. idea on yeah. that stuff john's new motor is ridiculous it's nice yeah. <sighs> that's awesome uh we have tune by jp on board okay helping yep. us out he's great tuner anybody needs any help yeah let's say anybody that's been in northwest arkansas for any length of time knows that dude yeah got turbo 400 in it from hensley's transmissions yep can't go wrong with him he helps us out a ton for sure that's who did the uh, trans in the old truck too so he's touched a bunch of people's stuff and all the fab work on it's done by ball metal fab Mm. travis ball yeah travis ball he's a he's a no-name dude i think Nobody knows who that guy is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> his, stuff, his stuff is, uh, you just couldn't ask for better work. It's yeah, beautiful. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's just a work of art, everything he does. Yep. Yep. He definitely takes the time to go through and make sure that everything is so nice. Yeah. Brodick cylinder head helped us out on some of the parts on the car, yeah. too. Helped us out with some cylinder heads. Victory One helped us out on valves. Dang. Yeah. We got really lucky. We had some good help. Uh, Ryan Mueller of Mueller yep. Performance hooked us up with both of those, actually. He That's helped us out. He works with those guys real close, and he got us in touch with them and they liked what we were doing and stepped up and helped us yeah well as fast as you guys are i can imagine that we we try (laughs) we also have uh red tide canopies on board they uh, helped us out with a canopy this year put some of our logos on our sponsors and they've been great to work with too yeah i think we're going to get a hold of them for the circuit stuff yeah the stuff he does is beautiful it's just it's great stuff it's nice in a timely manner it's good stuff and you guys have big ones you're like big boy canopies oh uh, it's like a 10 by 20 we got we got two <laughs> that's of them. awesome that's awesome and we have uh circle d specialties on board this year we didn't have them last year they came uh-huh. on in the off season for converter stuff yeah for converters they're doing a bolt together for us this year oh damn we're pretty excited about that to have the availability to 
tune the stator and the converter at the track. That's going to be nuts. So you just thought you worked hard at the track. Now you'll be like changing converters yeah. and stators. I hope, and I hope we don't. Hopefully we can get it right <laughs> enough. We don't have to do that except for at the house. That's awesome. And we have Jane and Granite who supplies all our fuel for the car. Oh, cool. That's uh, Justin Heckman out of Joplin, Missouri. Oh, okay. All right. He's yep. a great guy to deal with. He's got the Red Savage truck. Yep. Yep. It's fast as well. Oh, it's ridiculously fast. He's an awesome guy. <laughs> yep. Cool. All right. And then we'll just lead right into the 